This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Monday morning, October 17, 2022. We're just about 21 days out until the midterm elections, and we got some cool weather here in the Midwest. In fact, tomorrow it looks like we got a little rain mixed with that white stuff, that snow's coming. But hey, it's the greatest country on God's green earth. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. And we're talking top news, top five headlines for this Monday morning. Let's start off with headline number five. Poll GOP widens the lead in congressional generic ballot. From the Washington Examiner. Confidence of a GOP route on Election Day gained support on Friday when a new survey showed a huge gain for Republicans in the so-called generic ballot. Already with a high four-percentage-point lead over Democrats, the latest Rasmussen Report survey showed the gap nearly doubling to a seven-point GOP lead. The gap is significant because generic ballot polls typically underestimate the size of Republican support. Several GOP pollsters have said that a Democratic lead of three points, for example, typically signals a big GOP win. From Rasmussen, voters under 40 favored Democrats by a 12-point margin, 47 to 35 percent, but voters ages 40 to 64 favor Republicans 52 to 39 percent, and the GOP lead is 18 points. 56 to 38 percent among voters 65 and older. Republicans have earned the independent vote as well. Kevin McCullough, voters are looking to hear from the candidates as to their actual solutions for the actual problems they are living with. The left has no answers for anything, hence they have no message to build any kind of real momentum around. Okay, that's good news for the GOP But the last thing we want to do is become complacent and relax and think that we got this thing won because we still have a battle in front of us. We got 21 days till the midterms. Nobody should rest for one second. We need to win this thing. We need to take back the House. We need to take back the Senate. We need to put the chains on Joe Biden. Democrats need to lose big time because our country depends upon it. The most important election in our lifetime. All right, headline number four, Biden, the economy is strong as hell. From the Hill, Joe Biden is facing the wrath of conservatives online after he was caught on camera telling a reporter in Portland that the economy is strong as hell while licking away at a Baskin-Robbins ice cream cone. The president appeared unbothered by the country's 8.2% inflation rate and warnings of a looming recession as he was asked about the U.S.'s financial situation in an Oregon ice cream parlor Saturday. From the town hall, President Joe Biden is under the impression that the American economy is booming. The fundamentals couldn't be more robust. It's strong as hell. The president said this while munching on an ice cream at a Portland Baskin Robbins yesterday, which only adds to the senality 
of this administration. As Democrats in swing districts breathe sighs of relief that Biden avoided them on the campaign trail, they got a brutal reminder that whatever asinine remarks barrel out of Biden's mouth are just as damaging to their slim re-election chances. Town Hall, end wokeness. Biden, while eating ice cream, the economy is strong as hell. Guy Benson, him breezily saying this while eating ice cream. So there you go. I think probably Joe Biden probably believes that. Probably all of his handlers, Barack Obama and Susan Rice, that are all behind him, directing him, the orchestra conductors, probably telling him, yeah, go out and tell everybody that the economy's doing great, Joe. And he believes it because he doesn't even know where the hell he is half the time. He's completely confused. And pretty much tell somebody that's a firm or has mental dementia anything, and they're going to believe it. And there, that's what you got, guys. So just remember, the election's 21 days away, and it's all in your hands now. So you know what to do. All right, headline number three. Fauci on school closures during pandemic. I had nothing to do with it. From the National Review, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who recently announced he would be leaving his government post as White House chief medical advisor, claimed innocence on the fallout from school shutdowns, namely dramatic learning loss among K-12 students, in an interview that aired Sunday. The nation's chief immunologist denied that he had any responsibility in driving the public health consensus that schools should have discontinued in-person instruction for many months on end as a COVID-19 mitigation measure. As late as September 2020, Fauci recommended that schools only open up once the virus is under control, he told CNN at the time. CNC Research. Was it a mistake to see schools closed as long as they were? Question mark. Fauci, quote, I had nothing to do with it, end quote. From the Washington Examiner, school shutdowns have come under increased criticism as more research has come out detailing their negative effects, mainly skyrocketing mental health issues among students and a massive decline in learning. Recent studies have shown that students have suffered the largest loss in learning in over 30 years due to COVID-19-related school shutdowns. Well, listen, you know, the whole time... Fauci was all over the place. One day he would make one comment, the next day he would change it. He was like, he was blowing in the wind, blowing in the wind. Every time people were asking him questions, he was always just flip-flopping all over the place. We're going to get to the bottom of it after the, uh, the Republicans take the House and the Senate because we're going to have some committee hearings. Fauci's going to be called in. We're going to find the connections to the Wuhan lab and all of his activities that funded the... Wuhan Biological Warfare Center there in China. And just uh, get yourself ready there because you had nothing to do with it. You may be able to make that quote, but we're going to get you on record, Dr. Fauci, and we're going to really find out exactly what your role was and how you were at the bottom of most of the COVID-19 activities. All right, headline number two. Mother eviscerates school board's decision to hold family-friendly drag show. Fox News, a San Diego mother who went viral this week for her fierce takedown of a local school board for its plans for, quote, family-friendly, end quote, Halloween drag show, told Fox News she hopes she's encouraged other parents to protect their children 
from an increasingly prevalent hypersexualized culture. In a widely circulated video on social media, Brittany Mayer accused the Encinitas Union School District of acting as groomers and activist pimps after it invited community youth and families to a queer Halloween party featuring a family-friendly drag queen show. Mayer said that the October 29 Boo Bash event angered dozens of parents who repeatedly asked the board to stop promoting the event and issue an apology. When they refused, Mayor and others showed up at Tuesday's school board meeting to confront them. Rooted wings. We're done mincing words. While we have a culture that has a huge problem with child porn and with sex trafficking, Encinitas Union School District in California made the decision to feature an event to sexualize young children. We will call it exactly what it is. Okay, so these tiger moms, they're pissed off. They're tired of uh, all of this uh, garbage that's being promoted by their school districts. This uh, drag queen shows, which absolutely has no business in our public schools. These guys have wormed their way in there, and the parents are speaking out. This is a big issue. Parents are running for school boards. They're kicking out these radical far leftists that have the idea that this is normal that we should be teaching LGBTQ pornography to young children, sexualizing them, grooming them. This is why this is uh, such an important election cycle. And not only do we have to vote for our senators and congressmen, but we got to dig down deep into the local school districts. Take responsibility for your own child's education. Public schools have been in their indoctrination camps, and we need school choice in all the states now, not only in Arizona, but this needs to be opened up to all the states, charter schools, homeschooling. The time is now. We need to act now. We have an entire generation of young people who are at risk. All right, headline number one. Senator Raphael Warnock debates cool, calm, and collected Herschel Walker. From the Wall Street Journal, Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican challenger Herschel Walker clashed over abortion, inflation, and health care in their only debate Friday night, a hotly anticipated event thanks to Mr. Walker's controversial campaign and Georgia's emergence as a perennial battleground state. This race ain't about me. It's about what Raphael Warnock and Joe Biden have done to you and your family, Mr. Walker said in his opening remarks. He went on to try repeatedly to link the incumbent senator to the president. Miera, mod to Senator Warnock. Reverend Warnock, do you believe there should be any limitations on abortion? Question mark. Warnock, I just feel like with the doc and the woman, the room is already full. LOL, laugh out loud. Herschel Walker, I will remind the pastor that there is also a baby in the room. Fox News, mainstream journalists and even liberal media figures admitted that Republican Senate candidate Herschel Walker did better than expected during his Friday night debate against his Democratic opponent, Senator Raphael Warnock, Democrat from Georgia. One claimed that Warnock, the Democratic pro-choice pastor, looked weak and should have fought back harder against Walker's aggressive criticism, and another even declared Walker the victor. All right, so that race is, uh, everybody's watching that. That's an important Senate race. We need to take back Georgia. Warnock is a far-left liberal, radical liberal. 
he couldn't answer the question. I think he believes abortion all the way up to birth. So this is his take. He didn't answer the question when it was directed to him. Herschel Walker was very clear, very calm, and he's won a lot of voters' hearts. So there you go. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Monday morning. October 17th, 21 days out to the midterm elections. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. And we'll see you all tomorrow. Have a wonderful start of the new week. God bless everybody. See you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.